Never thought I was going to do a When I'm Not Podcasting talking about Sean Penn, the actor who has won two Academy Awards. He's done great movies. Listen, there's a lot of movies this guy has done that I've liked a lot. When I think about Fast Times at Ridgemont High, that's going back a while. So you get that, Bad Boys, Mystic River. I'm looking at the other movies he's done. Carlito's Way was in The Game, Gangster Squad, The Gunman. <laughs> he was, most recently was in Licorice Pizza, which I haven't seen yet. In or The Interpreter with Nicole Kidman. There's 21 Grams. Man, that's a lot of movies he's done. Jeez, a whole lot of stuff. Well, he's speaking out right now in a recent interview going up, leading up to his promotional run for the movie Flag Day coming up in theaters. And he made some comments that definitely got people's attention. Men have become quite feminized and cowardly jeans lead them to wear skirts. Now, he talked to a newspaper and says, quote, I am in the club that believes that men in American culture have become wildly feminized. I don't think that, I'm being, a, that being a brute or, being, or having insensitivity or disrespect for women is anything to do with masculinity or ever did. But I don't think that in order to be fair to women, we should become them. He also says to the Independent about clarifying the comments he made, he also would say this, quote, I think that men have, in my view, have become quite feminized. I have these very strong women in my life who do not take masculinity as a sign of oppression toward them. There are a lot of, I think, cowardly genes that lead to people surrendering their genes and putting on a skirt. So we could talk about Billy Porter. We could talk about Harry Styles as some of the stars that have donned a skirt you know, modeling for Vogue or whatever other magazines out there. Penn mostly uh, was in a movie, Liquid Speech, and I made mention of that. Let's talk about the interview he did with the Independent and what he said, because there's more to it that he also talked about, which I just thought, you know, at this point of his career, 61 years old, he's done everything. He's won Academy Awards. He's done everything he wants in, in Hollywood, so he can move along what he wants. And he has explored masculinity in his career many times, going back to Bad Boys in 1983, where being top dog, whether through guile or violence, was all that mattered. He also explored gender roles and relationships in the underrated romantic drama She's So Lovely and won his first Oscar for Mr. River as a former criminal trying to cope with his daughter's death and second for being portrayed as San Francisco's first openly gay mayor, Harvey Milken Milk. Now, there are some things that are controversial with Sean Penn you could talk about, like the fact he likes to talk to dictators for whatever reason. Um, he's scored interviews with figures like Hugo Chavez, Raul Castro, uh, Joaquin Guzman Loera, leader of the Sonoma Cartel, or best known El Chapo. And the running thread is, is an attempt to support what he believes to be the common man. I'm not sure what that's all about, but, you know, he's done it, okay? And there's not a lot of journalists that can say they've done that, which I've got to give a little bit of credit for that. Not necessarily with him talking to folks like the Castros because I'm a you know, Cuban-American and I know what you know someone like him did to my parents and to my family and to all those people that are there still now, today, which is a, a travesty and it's just deplorable altogether. But that's another story. Also, we didn't know about the fact that he took a small boat and a photographer to New Orleans to try to rescue children after Hurricane Katrina. And that the boat started leaking. He had to abandon his rescue attempts before it even began. So, you know, 
he obviously likes to be out there and push himself out there in front of things. So I'm like, okay, I get it. Interesting. And it's really amazing how he talks about toxic masculinity here. And because not many people are going to talk about it. It's not something that really gets pushed out there. I know on this program, I talk about various dating trends, like negging or other things. And that's been going on, but we haven't heard much more about it. Now, there still are things that are talked about and continue to be talked about. Like New York Times actually talked about it. Let me see. There's going to be a paywall once I open the story. This isn't your old tox toxic masculinity. It's taken an insidious new form. So there's more attacks on masculine men or men being alpha males. So story in here, Mac Alex McElroy, who wrote the novel The Atmospherians, and he talked about this and says that toxic, toxic masculinity is now a new phrase. He calls it, what does he call it? A petulant vulnerability is what he wants to call it now. So he is a non-binary trans person, and he says expressing his true gender identity did not immediately fix his relationship with vulnerability. So now he talks about how men, more men now these days are embracing vulnerability. So let's talk about that part because he says he wants to go ahead and call it petulant vulnerability. But in the story, he tags a vice.com article that talks about this well, about the idea of the movement to reprogram masculinity. And it's defined as the narrow bullying form of manhood that glorifies sexual conquest, violence, and the subjugation of others, which is why it was really something that was brought on from the Me Too movement. And... There are other things that are being brought up that bring that whole idea and that there's now a thought of progressive masculinity and that it's about being in touch with your emotions and not being afraid to be vulnerable. Another person that talks about progressive masculinity is Stephen Hicks, who has created a program called Rethink Masculinity. He co-directs it. He says, quote, it's asking for help when you need it, showing up, taking accountability and doing the emotional labor to support the communities and people whose hard work you've benefited from. It's realizing you're not entitled to anyone's body or time, understanding consent and affirming the richness of personhood, diversity and masculine expression. So basically forgive and just undo your biological progress of what how you were born to be and be somebody else that's what they're saying and with this whole thought of progressive masculinity all i hear now is that it's exactly what sean penn's saying it's those kind of classes that are saying that that's where guys are and, and just to be fair i mean sean penn you know respected actor in hollywood and for the most part he just feels like you know you can still be a man, but you also, there is a point where guys, you know, I, I understand where I, there was one, one book I read that, uh, they talk about, you know, how sexist comments and how some, there can be many women that are, feel that it's very offensive on some of the comments and some of the language that's being used by men when they're, when they're amongst each other in a very fraternist, fraternistic type of feel or when they're amongst women and they decided to go and do catcalling or they just, you know, they talk about a woman's body and they objectify her. I get it. Okay. But either which way, what he's saying here is what I agree with. Because American culture, men are being feminized. 
look, I and there's a lot of guys that are still guys, but you could absolutely see, like when I go to the mall or I go out, you know, shopping, whatever, or I go out and hanging out and there's some big, you know, public areas and I'll see some of the guys now, you know, younger, you know, they dress a little more feminine, the hair, the tattoos, the earrings, the way they put themselves together and looking a little more dressed like how a girl would wear what would dress it's and it's not where the guy is you know the guy is not homosexual and he's not you know going trans he's just he still is a guy he enjoys the company of women or maybe he's bisexual but you're just seeing that it's something that guys are expected to be much more now than ever and also because of the fact that where some girls you'll see that like that's why some girls are not pulling the trigger on a guy that they're interested in because the guy doesn't have masculine traits. He's not, you know, hunter-gatherer, provider. He doesn't show strength. He doesn't show safety. He doesn't show security and confidence. And just those are the traits that are masculine that should be incorporated into a man with respect to women, with a great respect a love, an admiration for women. That's what we should have. And that makes a lot of sense to me. Now, one thing that was being mentioned was that his daughter, Jennifer, was also sitting there during the uh, press junket and she was quiet, staring into space. Because, you know, yeah, the daughter probably is a little bit, you know, doesn't is not in touch with what her dad's saying. But I think the what he says, there's a lot of guys like myself that can understand that. I don't think that being a brute or having insensitivity or disrespect for women is anything to do with masculinity or ever did. Correct. That's just guys being, you know, they're just being aloof. And it's also kind of like this whole, you know, competition kind of feel to it, which I never really played into myself. You know, having the one up over their other friends and they got to talk like a certain way around, you know, guys because you got to do the guy stuff or whatever. And you got to talk this way about girls when you're hanging around with guys. Yeah, it's like the strip club mentality, which I don't really know subscribe to myself. I get that part. But he says it real quickly. I don't think. To be fair to women, we should become them because we don't need to become feminine as men. We need to be more respectful, which is what every woman's asking for us to do now. And I understand that part. So that's one thing we need to be better at, but that doesn't mean we need to start, you know, finding our feminine side. We're not Mel Gibson in what women want. Okay. Don't think that way. That's not, you're not going to get more in touch with a woman. You're not going to get closer to a woman. You're not going to get anything like that with a woman thinking that you're going to go and, you know, tap into your feminine side. It's not going to happen. Now, if you are in your feminine side, that's just because that's a biological thing where you feel like, you know, that maybe that's what you feel because that's just a part of you. Now, for men that want to stay men, yeah, don't feminize yourselves. But if you feel like you're exploring your body, exploring your sexuality, then yeah, okay, that makes sense. But for guys just that are, you know, heterosexual, cisgender, they want to just go ahead and be with women. You know, respect women of all shapes, sizes, creeds, cultures, colors. And, you know, in this day and age, you need to be very careful about what you do because 
you want to make sure if you're deciding to fraternize or you're going to do anything carnal with a woman, you want to make sure she's consented to it and that she's totally into having sex with you or doing anything playful with you. That's what you got to do. So there we go. I'm going to leave it there, and I will talk to you next time.